I will raise my children to value, expect, and provide equality. I'll support work from home initiatives in alignment with my organization's policies. I will actively protect those that are vulnerable and motivate others to do the same. I will carpool to work whenever possible. I will participate in community cleanup campaigns. I will only buy from environmentally and socially ethical companies. I will make sure our company provides volunteering opportunities that fit with our sector and strength. Together with my classmates, I will ask my teacher to start a hydroponic vegetable garden. I will push our school to get our unused books to children who need them. I will listen to and respect everyone's The people you just heard are all making pledges in an upside-down room where you walk in the sky, through the clouds, and when you look up, you see planet Earth. In here, it is all upside-down. And from here, we look at our planet from a distance. What is it that you see? What can you do to save it? And what is the one step that you can take that can make it a better place to live? In this room, Nearly half a million people made pledges to take small but consistent steps in their day-to-day lives for a better world. It's upside down for us to um, create a moment of reflection, one, and two, it's one of our wow moments. So we flipped your view and we're saying, well, you're not on earth anymore, but you're looking on earth. What would you like to do? What is the thing that you would want to make a change in? And um, it all starts with you. My name is Anusha El-Marzugi, and I'm the director of the Opportunity Pavilion Mission Possible. This room is part of the Opportunity Pavilion, or Mission Possible, one of the three main thematic pavilions at Expo 2020 Dubai. This pavilion was inspired by the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals of 2030, or the SDGs. Its aim is to turn them into a journey, an experience that breaks those 17 ambitious goals into steps and projects that each one of us can employ. All of the pavilions on site have an SDG focus one way or the other, but we wanted to say here with the SDGs, It's all up to us, um, and we wanted to bring it out from a human perspective to be able to tell stories of how achieving those SDGs actually changes lives. So we did it through storytelling, we did it through gaming, and we wanted to say we are all change makers with the little steps that we take. The Upside Down Room is where your journey in the pavilion concludes after you've learned about the 17 SDGs through interactive games and storytelling installations. It gives you a chance to reflect on the innovative planet-saving projects that you were introduced to, and it leads you back to the plaza, the entrance to the pavilion, and where your journey had started. If you're curious about what happens in between, this episode is for you. In the second part of our series on the theme of opportunity at Expo 2020 Dubai, we will embark on a tour inside Mission Possible, Expo's Opportunity Pavilion, and take a closer look at the intention behind its design. I'm Noon Saleh, and this is Inside Expo, an official podcast of Expo 2020 Dubai, where history is being made.
Your entryway to the pavilion is a huge plaza. Its flooring is made of terracotta bricks, which is also the exterior cladding of the pavilion itself, forming a carpet made of terracotta representing the earth where human activity takes place. The plaza is shaded by a 32-meter-high canopy. It's made of steel and is covered in mesh fabric representing the clouds. The central plaza and the pavilion were designed by AGI Architects, a Kuwaiti Spanish architectural studio. We spoke to Nasser Abul Hassan, Kuwaiti partner and co-founder. We did it in a very strategic way where we actually went back to the roots of the human interaction. And the human interaction always started from the public realm and started from the plazas and started from the, the, the courtyards and people used to organize themselves around these public events. And, and, and so we said, why can't we reinvent a plaza that could hold the aspirations of the people, which starts from the ground itself, which is what we call the carpet. And this carpet is the warmth of the earth and uh, is elevated all the way to the clouds, which are the canopies that we have put together, which is over uh, arching the public crown, which we have created within the Opportunity Pavilion Plaza. The terracotta flooring is dense and porous, providing thermal insulation while the sky, or the canopy, transforms when lit from within, creating an artful atmosphere. The plaza is designed to create a figurative oasis, welcoming people and immersing them in a world of peace and tranquility. The idea behind the plaza stems from the notion of opportunity itself, because it is only when people come together and connect that opportunities come to life. It is when they are welcomed into a peaceful, restful place that they can start to have a dialogue. It's how they can start to dream. And the roof structure that we have created is actually a roof full of dreams, which are these clouds that uh, are hovering right above this plaza. Uh, from the first instinct, no one knows how we've actually managed to have these six layers of clouds that are stacked right on top of each other, hovering above the plaza. No one understands their structure. No one understands how we actually managed to hold them up on these seven pillars that are extremely disguised within the overall project. But all the responses of the users is actually shade and uh, wind. And these were the main drivers from our point of view to make this plaza work. The plaza leads you to the pavilion. But if you stop for a minute and take in your surroundings, you will notice that it is the plaza and not the building that stands out in the Mission Possible experience. And that is because of what Anusha and Nasser just explained. It is where people meet and connect that opportunities are born. For us, the building as it stands right now, it's uh, the background for the plaza. So the, the buildings themselves are not the important elements within the opportunity pavilion. What is important is the plaza. So the buildings have, uh, we've used the material, which is uh, terracotta brick, which we've used it on the floor as a carpet. And that carpet begins to wrap around the facades of uh, the, the structures. Obviously, we're trying to hide the buildings as much as possible because they're not the focal point. The focal point is the person. 
the scale of the building is not very big. It's very human-centric. Obviously, if you look at it from the outside, you believe it's big. But the minute you go through, because of the programmatic requirements, the minute you go through the public plaza, it has actually a very humane scale. The idea was not to celebrate a certain building or a specific style of architecture, but rather to celebrate human beings and what humans can do when they're comfortable, at peace, and connected. At your pace, and when you are ready to move on from the plaza, the pavilion's doors are to your right. As you walk in, make sure to turn and look at the horizon, because the way it was designed is that from the pavilion's door, you can see all the way through the pavilion's plaza and all the way to Luasal Plaza. Hello and welcome to Mission Possible, home of the United Nations Health and Expo. Our world is struggling to respond to a global pandemic while dealing with climate shocks, increasing inequality and other serious challenges. The answers lie in coming together across borders, genders and generations to work for a more just and prosperous future for all on a healthy planet. The journey you are about to embark on demonstrates the power that each one of us has to drive change and make a difference. Together, we can make the sustainable development goals in 2013 possible. We all have a crucial role to play. As you walk in into the pavilion, you will be greeted by the Opti Dance. Opti is uh, one of the Expo mascots, and um, he's the guardian of the Opportunity Pavilion as well. So you'll see Opti dancing. And as you descend up the stairs, in a few minutes after that, you will see a traditional folklore dance happening in the plaza. To your right will be our queue line which um, has totems in there that speaks about the sustainable development goals and as well as our three tracks. And then you get to choose a track, so either water, food, and energy. From then on, you move into the first space into the pavilion, which uh, briefs you about the importance of water, food, and energy and sustainable development goals, and briefly introduces our three guides, Maryam, Abel, and uh, Fatma. Then from there, you go into your own specific track. So you're either in a farm in the UAE or you're in the village in Zanzibar and you're on the mountain in Peru. You get to hear the stories of the three guides of why they decided to make a change and you play the game. The 17 totems in the queue lines introduce the SDGs using interactive graphics. They will ask you questions that help you put those SDGs into the context of your own life. Like, could you imagine if your family only had $2 a day? What if the only water you had access to made you sick? Or what would climate change mean for your favorite animal? The exhibition inside the pavilion is divided into three tracks, water, food, and energy, the basic necessities we need before we could even start to think about opportunity. Visitors get to choose which track to follow. Through each track, you will be guided by the story of a person who made a change in their community with projects related to either water, food, or energy. Three people and three true stories from around the globe. 
We found three people who've made a change in their communities, and they are not famous. Uh, some of them do not have a lot of resources, but we said, you know, we want to tell our visitors change does not need a lot of resources. It does not require you to be famous. So these three people are Maryam El Janebi from the UAE. She's a sustainable organic farmer, uh, and she teaches people how to farm even if they have a small space. We have in the water track Abel Cruz from Peru, and he provided water to his community by harnessing fog. He placed fog nets and captured the fog uh, and then provided water from there. And we have Fatma Juma Haji from Zanzibar, who learned how to become a solar engineer to provide access to electricity to her community. Misión posible, que todos actuemos y seamos agentes del cambio para que todo el mundo en nuestro planeta tenga más oportunidades. After you have learned how each project operates, you will be transported to the project's universe, a mountain in Peru, a village in Zanzibar, or a farm in the UAE. And this is where your own mission starts. We ask visitors themselves to create a small change in a fun way. So we have them go through and play games. So in the food truck, visitors are balancing fertilizer, water, and sun to grow a plant. In the water truck, they are capturing fog by the fog nets that they have. And in the energy truck, they're charging a solar panel by following the sun to provide electricity. We spoke to Maryam al Janebi, the Emirati urban farmer and one of the pavilion's mentors. Maryam has a farm in Dubai and sells produce in an adjacent showroom and online. Basically, we are agent for many products and we are proud to be agent for a specific product called Autopot. It's an agritech system. People can grow their own food without using any energy, uh, not electricity, not solar uh, panels, just uh, pure physics and uh, mechanics uh, by uh, gravity and osmosis theory of the plants. Maryam's urban farming method relies on gravity, whereby a closed cycle of water runs down the plant vertically according to a calculated system. The autopot system not only requires zero energy, but it also saves water. This method is very easy to use by non-professional farmers who continue to receive support from Miriam and her team even after the purchase. Autopots are set up in greenhouses on rooftops or even balconies and can be used to grow various fruit and vegetables. Miriam started working in urban farming in 2015. Besides sustainable and organic farming, she is keen on debunking myths regarding agriculture in the UAE. I just like reminding people here in UAE, farming is not a new thing. People from long time ago, they are growing their own food here and uh, they were sufficient, self-sufficient of what they are growing. Like I have stories like they grow wheat before in the mountains, in the Ras al Khaimah. Like they know how to, they know how to do it. 
We just need to know how we do it now with the technology, with the resources that we have, with the development that's happening here. That's it. We normally do not see a lot of females within the farming communities. We see some, but not as many. But we also wanted to bring her forward as well to say everyone can do this. The only thing that's stopping you from doing a change is actually your belief. And that's what we wanted to shatter with these stories, to say, actually, we're quite powerful. And, you know, we go about our daily lives. We are busy. We sometimes forget how powerful we are. And we wanted to say with these three stories, simple change, not a lot is required, but look at the power and the effect of these changes. And you can do it too. We inspire people to grow their own food. So if they grow their own food, they have the food security. If they do it right, they will reserve their resources and they will prevent poverty because maybe they can use it to sell it or they will be self-sufficient of what they are growing. After you've given a hand in the project of your choice, you will move on to meet some community members whose lives were changed by the three featured projects. You get to hear from them firsthand how certain resources, or the lack thereof, really shape our lives. What we wanted to do is we wanted to touch the heart of our visitors. Because when you touch the heart, you create a momentum for change, you create a reason for change. And so the stories that are there are all real stories. We traveled to all of these locations, met all of these people. And by making it relatable, you're actually bringing it home. And from this room, you move on to another called Mission Shared. The walls of Mission Shared are a large exhibit of people and projects that contribute to a better world. In here, we discover an even larger collective of changemakers, people that are not so different from you and I, but have been doing incredible things towards the 2030 development goals. And this is where we do a recap of why the guides decided to act. Around the room, you'll also see projects from Expo Live. Um, Expo Live is a grant program that has funded startups that have a social impact around the world. Just to say to our visitors, there are others who are doing this as well. And you see the sustainable development goals in front of you. So the Expo Life projects actually are an example of people who decided to create a change within their communities. So it's a nice way for our visitors to know that aside from the impact that we have as individual, Expo also has had an impact into other people's lives by uh, actually finding these projects uh, and funding these projects. The center of the room is a table that is the colorful wheel of the 17 UN SDGs. Above it, an image of planet Earth as seen from space, reminding visitors that humankind has only one home and we need to take care of it. The Garden of Pledges, where the episode started, is where you would go next, your last stop in the Opportunity Pavilion. And we're saying here, what can you do to make a difference? And we've provided different pledges for our visitors. So across different categories. So things that you can do in the house, things that you could do at work, things that you can do in your community. And these are small pledges. So for example, one of the pledges is I will turn off the water tap while I brush my teeth. 
It's a small action, yes, but it has a big impact if we keep doing it. One of my favorite ones, and the one that I pledged, was I will keep the AC temperature to 24 degrees. In a place like the UAE, where the climate gets really hot in the summer, it's a bit of a challenge, but also that's the most energy-efficient temperature. And by doing so, uh, we are creating a ripple effect if we all continue to do those small actions repeatedly every day. On an interactive surface, visitors can choose one of 32 pledges in the five categories of home, school, work, neighborhood, and society, or they can coin their own pledge that they commit to keep going forward. In this room, visitors are no longer guided. They are invited to take all the time they need to read and reflect on the pledges that had been made by themselves and others. Outside the Garden of Pledges, you are back to the plaza because eventually it is all about coming together in one shared space. Throughout the Opportunity Pavilion, we tell our visitors you can make a change in the world no matter how small that change is. And the Opportunity sub-theme is all about unlocking the potential of individuals and communities. And we're telling our visitors, yes, you can solve for the sustainable development goals and make a change, no matter how big they are, you are still able to do that with the ripple effect of your actions. So although we're on a mission to uh, eradicate poverty and hunger and protect the environment, this mission is possible through our small changes and the small steps that we take in our daily lives. This episode, the second and last in our series on Opportunity at Expo 2020 Dubai, was a journey through the Opportunity Pavilion Mission Possible. It is also a journey through human innovation, celebrating what comes of our coming together and what each and every one of us can do for a better world. Inside Expo takes you behind the scenes at Expo 2020 Dubai, sharing our stories and others across the 170-year history of this global event. Learn more by visiting virtualexpodubai.com. Inside Expo is produced by Kerning Cultures Network. We release episodes every Tuesday and Friday. Subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss an episode. And if you enjoyed listening to this episode, share it with your friends and leave us a review.